Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear. This is a music podcast where two music obsessed mates have a chat about the music they've been listening to this week as well as some news items. You are listening to episode 23. My name is Vivian. And my name is Maddie. So we're going to go straight into our news segment. So Maddie, what's our first story? Our first story is all about our fave TV personality, Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) So this is an article from Music Feeds written by Laura English and it says, Lindsay Lohan is about to return to music with a new single called Xanax and it sounds like a bop. Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. Alright, so actress, model and singer Lindsay Lohan is dropping a new song soon. The track dubbed Xanax will end her 11 year break from releasing music. Her last release was Bossy back in 2008. Back in May, Lohan teased that new music was coming on Instagram. Then in June, she shared a post which showed her in the studio. This week, Virgin Dubai Radio's The Chris Fade Show introduced a snippet of Xanax, saying it's a song about anxiety and pressure and just taking care of yourself. Bearing all in filthy bangers isn't new territory for Lohan. Rumours and A Little More Personal both explore the darker themes, but also go off. Lindsay Lohan hasn't been totally inactive for the last 11 years. She'll soon appear as a judge on the Australian version of the reality singing show The Masked Singer and until recently had a go on NTV with Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. Wait, I didn't know that, that she's going to be a judge for... Yeah, haven't you seen the promo ads for it? No! Oh my god, yeah, she's one of the judges on that... I think it's like on Channel 10. It's like the masked singer or whatever. And they get like... On the Australian version? Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, it's wild. Oh. <laughs> oh, that just... Wow. Which I'm so is shocked. Yeah, which is crazy to me. That's... Yeah. I mean, before we started the podcast, I played a classic <laughs> for Maddie by Lindsay, by Lindsay Lohan, uh, Confessions of a Broken Heart. It was... What a throwback. It was a throwback. And... Um, I'm interested, I guess, to see what this next sort of era of her music will be. I mean... Yeah. I, I'm... I Yeah. I didn't think she was that into music, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah. I, I wasn't mean, that aware of her yeah, well, considering, prowess, I yeah. guess you could call it. <laughs> if you can call it <laughs> if that. If you can call it that's a loose definition. Um, well, considering it's been 11 years since she last what, released... What, 10 years old? That's so... <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. I mean... Yeah, like, it's going to be really interesting to see sort of how she would kind of fit within the music world right now. Yeah. Um, But I think everyone will mostly sort of look at her as that reality sort of... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see how it all pans out. Yeah. But when it gets released, we'll definitely um, we'll, we'll do a little review on it. Yeah, we'll give our reactions and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so that's enough of Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> uh, what have you got for us in regards to news? So we have uh, more festival news for Brisbane. So this is an article coming from Music Feeds written by Caitlin Medcalf. So it says... For the first time in 26 years, Brizzy's Forex Brewery will will be opening its doors for a huge one-day festival. The last time Brisbane's Forex Brewery opened their doors to the public was back in 1993. The beer company have today announced that the iconic spot will be opening its gates to the public for the first time in 26 years on Saturday the 16th of November. The inaugural Forex Presents live at the brewery will be a huge celebration of live music, food, and you can bet that there'll be plenty of beer. 
This is the first time an event of this kind will be held at the Forex Brewery, and they're, they're pulling out all the stops for this one. There'll be food stores and limited edition merchandise, merchandise excuse me, as well as performances from live five local and interstate artists. The lineup, curated by Brisbane's Jet Black Cat Music, is yet to be announced. So we're still a couple of weeks away from the lineup, so I guess we'll see like who'll sort of be. Playing. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested to see like who they'll pick in regards to this sort of thing. Because yeah. what would be like their target audience? Exactly, that's exactly my thought with this entire thing. Because you know, when you think of the forex sort of gold beer, mm-hmm. you sort of have a certain type house in mind, <laughs> but. It could also be, like, considering there's, like, food stores, merchandise, it sounds like it'll be maybe, like, a family thing, kind yeah, of from what right. I'm... Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, if it's at a brewery, I think it is actually 18+, plus. so maybe it's, like, more sort of driven towards, like, a general audience rather than that certain typecast that we're yeah. all thinking of. <laughs> interesting. I, yeah, I'm interested to see who they'll pick, like, if they'll, like sort of stick to like one musical genre yeah or if they'll sort know. of go all over the place or yeah yeah it's definitely well, five local interstate artists that's you know i don't know how that's gonna go mm. and that's such an interesting venue too yeah where i've well i've never, I've never been, been either but well i mean i think the last time it was open was before we were born <laughs> fair enough <laughs> so um but yeah like i don't really know what the inside of it looks like like in terms of like or, an actual yeah like where they're gonna put a stage yeah, yeah where they're gonna put a stage or anything like that are they gonna i wonder if they're gonna like close off the road around it because that would oh, be true terrible that would be because it's in such like, a, like milton a, yeah like dead center milton yeah that's gonna oh that's not gonna be good <laughs> good luck if you want to drive around the city on the, what is si- it? the 16th, 16th of november don't even don't even bother going don't think about it that way Just Coro drive that ignore it don't go anywhere near there oh <laughs> uh, so there you go that's some more interesting festival news for brisbane which is always a good thing so mm. maddie what's our last news story well this one's a bit more international so i have an article here from nme written by sofiana ramley and it's all about our gal casey musgraves oh interesting so casey musgraves gave a small los angeles photo studio a business boost by creating a fan instagram account the Tom's One Hour Photo and Lab, a quaint photo studio on Los Angeles' Beverly Boulevard, won the heart of Grammy-winning sensation Casey Musgraves, who gave the shop a huge business boost by setting up a fan Instagram account. According to a recount posted to Musgraves' personal Instagram account, the country star had been wandering through the neighborhood with her sister in search of a quick photo op when she chanced upon Tom's little studio. Tucked away in the streets of Koreatown, the Photoshop is one of those rare mum-and-pop gems, as Musgraves put it. The owner Tom was so adorable, Musgraves wrote in her post, sharing a series of dreamy photographs taken at the studio. He not only does film developing and nostalgic portrait sessions too. He gave us digital files and we edited these, but he'll shoot on film if you ask him to. You can pick your favourite background, he made them all himself. The singer later added that Tom's business hasn't been doing so well, saying that he struggled to keep his business alive over the last few years. Established in 1991, the shop thrived in its early days before the arrival of the digital wave slowed traffic down significantly. To help boost his business, the Musgrove sisters started an Instagram page dedicated to Tom and his studio. 
Let's keep this charming business afloat, she urged her fans. The account now has more than 30,000 followers. That is so cool. How adorable of a story is that? And that is so sweet. And it just goes to show it's so it's so fascinating how something as small as her coming across the studio, taking a few photos, and suddenly, you know, I guess, like, just sort of giving the owner, like, a little bit of, like, oh, like, this is really cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Actually... And she posted, like, one of the photos, because she posted, obviously, the like, the nostalgic photo shoot yeah. that she did there, but she also posted a photo of, like, Tom, the guy who yeah. owned it, like, behind the desk, and he's, like, smiling there, waving. He's, oh, like, this little... so, he's so cute. cute. Oh, that is so sweet. And the fact yeah. that they made an Instagram page, like, that, like, it's such a, I guess, small thing to do, but yeah. the fact that it has over 30,000 followers already... It also shows how much, like influence oh yeah people of like Definitely. that status have like mm. they can influence so many people just be like go over to this place yeah and have a look at their stuff and they can using their powers for good exactly <laughs> <laughs> a nice wholesome story such a nice wholesome story i love it so good all right well i guess we will move on to our music section of the podcast but before we do that I definitely recommend that you should pause the podcast, head down to the description and have a look at our YouTube and Spotify playlists. We put together um, the playlist with all of the songs that we talk about this week so you can have a listen to them before we chat about them so you don't get lost or you're not confused when we talk about certain little things that we might not be able to describe properly. Exactly. (laughs) So, um, yeah, definitely do that. Um, And first we will start with Song of the Week. So, Vivian, do you want to... Yes. Start us off. So, this week, my song of the week is Is This All I Am Good For by Montaigne. So, this is coming from her second album that she literally released yesterday. Um, so excited So for good. It. It's called Complex. Um, and, you know, overall, that entire album, it is... I'm definitely more of a fan of it than her first album, just because I feel like it's a more cohesive album. And there's so many tracks on there that I was thinking about talking about today but (laughs) I decided to go with this one because um it's such an interesting track in terms of the production and the lyrics especially the lyrics so it starts off by saying every morning when I wake I measure the skin around my waist so yeah and then it says is this all I'm good for so it's quite a reflective track in that sense in the lyrics because sort of each verse she talks about different sort of insecurities that she has about herself about her relationships Mm. and it's quite it's quite sad because you know everyone goes through those moments where they feel like they're not you know sort of worthy yeah yeah. if that's all they're worth for you know is this all they can do is just sort of think about these negatives and I just think that's such a interesting way like how she sort of framed it um in terms of the lyrics but what else is really cool is the production so it's kind of different from the rest of the album um because it's quite sparse in terms of there's no sort of heavy production elements yeah yeah it's quite yeah there's a lot of room to breathe exactly in yeah this song which is really and it builds because it's over five minutes so it's quite a longer track and it sort of builds slowly right up until the middle point of the song because in the beginning you've just got the percussion and then towards the middle these beautiful strings come in and then you hear these different flourishes of like a I 
think it's a flute. Yeah, I'm fairly sure it's a flute, but it's gorgeous. Whatever it's it gorgeous, is. and it it literally just comes in and out, and it's so subtle, but it it makes such an impact. And then she also uses these beautiful sort of vocal effects um, and harmonies that she does as part of the sort of musical backing, which is really really cool. And then sort of towards the end of the song, it goes. Well, I was explaining to Maddie before. It goes into like this dream like. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. Like, that's perfectly encapsulates what it sounds like. Yeah, because there's no, like, it's sort of, there's not really a structure. It's just sort of maintained singing these beautiful runs, and then there's these beautiful strings that come in. And it's just, it's such an interesting track um, in that sort of sense with all the different production elements. But it's also interesting in terms of where it fits in the album. It's sort of, um, it's right at the end. I think it's maybe two or three tracks before the last track. Um, and as I was explaining to Maddie before, it definitely feels like a concept album because the first track is called uh, Change. And it sort of describes how um, Montaigne sort of feels like something needs to change within her life and her relationship and how she can sort of, I guess, flourish. She needs yeah. to change something. And so, yeah, the different tracks go from there, explaining different things about relationships herself. And so this one kind of feels like almost r- that point where it's, like, right before the big finale, where it's, like, yeah, you know, sort yeah. of all these things are coming together and she's asking herself all these questions. And um, it's just such an interesting track for me and I'm such a fan of her. I This album is so good. She's such a talented artist. I can't wait to listen to the rest of it because I've only listened to, like, a couple of tracks off it. I haven't had the time to be able to, like, listen to it yet because yeah. it only came out yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm so excited to, like, listen to the full thing, like, all mm. the way through. And I love listening to albums like that, especially when they are concept albums because that's how they're supposed to be listened to. Exactly, definitely. Like, you've got to listen to them, like, in order, beginning to end, like... It's the just, whole way through, yeah. so I'm keen to do that. Definitely. So it's such a great track, such a great album. So it is Is This All I'm Good For by Montaigne. So, Maddie, what's your song of the week? My song of the week um, is from Gabrielle Aplin and J.P. Cooper. It is called Losing Me. Um, so I've spoken about Gabrielle Aplin before, and when I did in those like past episodes, we've sort of spoken about how her vibe has sort of changed from what she's previously done. Like she's known for sort of her like acoustic guitar and piano sort of ballads, very soft um, sort of stuff. But the, the latest sort of singles that she's been releasing, they've been a lot more heavily produced and reliant on like electronic sort of stuff. And this one is no different. Mm. Um, It's definitely like, it's still got that like light and shade with the, like there are like, it's sort of like a strip sort of piano beginning type thing. Um, but obviously it's a lot more uh, produced, like I've just said. Um, but this song, it's really, really gorgeous. Their voices, J.P. Cooper and Gabrielle Aplin, they both like sound really, really good together. Mm. And that's something that like not every collab works out that way because obviously everyone's, like, everyone's voice is different and like the styles and the way that they sing sometimes things can sound a bit off but um definitely with this one they absolutely blend so well together and basically the story of this song um, because it's definitely a very emotionally driven like in regards to its lyrics so it's basically all about 
you know, telling your significant other, like, it's okay to break down occasionally, like, you won't, like, lose me as, Mm. you know, like, your partner or whatever, like, I'm there for you through whatever you can cry or, you know, do Mm. anything, like, break down, um, but, like, you shouldn't worry about doing all of that stuff because I'm always there for yeah. you. Um, it's and really, that's such really an nice interesting message. thing, though, because th- I really appreciate how they approached that sort of topic that way. Mm. Like, you don't hear that kind of thing. Like, sure, you, you do hear, like, a typical sort of, like, I'll be there for you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my little track there. Um, <laughs> but you don't hear sort of, like, the honesty and, like, yeah, life's really hard and... We all yeah. go through things, so it's okay. To... Yeah, because, like, the chorus is, like, you know, like, take a breath, love. Yeah. Um, you know, like, let your walls down type thing. Mm. Like, um, you know, you won't... Like, I won't lose any sleep over the fact that, mm. you know, because everyone has their tough times and all of that thing, but, you know, like, regardless of what happens, like, I'm there to, like, support you through it and that sort of stuff. And it's mm. really, really gorgeous. I so love it. So sweet. So, yeah, that is my song of the week. It is Losing Me by Gabrielle Applett and J.P. Cooper. Um, so we will move on to Under a Rock. And my Under a Rock is I Lost a Friend by Phineas. So if you haven't heard this name before, he probably gets it a lot, but I have to give it for context. He's Billy Eilish's brother. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, yeah, if, you ever, if you've ever seen, like, Billy do like an acoustic performance. He's the guy who plays guitar for yes. her essentially in the piano. He's like, he produces a lot of her music as well. Mm. But if you didn't know, he has his own solo stuff and I've only recently discovered, um, his music and I am so, 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 so glad that I did because he is an incredible musician. Mm. Absolutely incredible. For his sure. voice is phenomenal he's very don't think that because he's related to Billie Eilish that their music is the same because it's very very different so different um like he doesn't have a full length like EP or an album out at the moment he's got like a couple of singles here and there um but this one I lost a friend is this like raw emotional like piano ballad Mm. like it's like he's got such like this vulnerable um, sense to it and it's just absolutely gorgeous when you listen to it. His vocal tone's incredible. It's so fascinating though because when Maddie said she was going to talk about him, I was like, oh, I really have been wanting to listen to his music so I'm really interested to hear this and it's just such a contrast and you know, like we just said, he probably gets this a lot. Like, yeah, com- I com- feel I feel so bad for doing it, but it you know you kind of have to because he is so involved in um, Billie mm. Eilish's music. Like he produces mostly everything that she releases. So, it's, and he always performs with her. Yeah, too. like he's like in her band, and it's so different. And I just I really appreciated just how versatile he is. As a, mu- as a musician, as a producer, and his voice is, wow. Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. One of the one of the things that I really, really love about this song, though, is, like, the lyrics. Like, there are so many different points where there are just, like, these lyrics that are so, so emotional. Like, I'll read a couple for you. I wrote them down so I wouldn't get them wrong. So there's a little, there's one in the chorus that goes, um, cause you make a little too much money to be 20 and sad. Oh. And I was like, 
Oh my god. It's yeah. Um right in the And fields. then yeah, yeah, yeah. And right before so in the pre chorus there's this lyric that goes, I know I'll be alright, but not tonight. Oh. And it's just it's so so poignant. Yeah. And like god and then another one that I really like, because um, the obviously the title of the song is I Lost a Friend. Mm. And that lyric is How did I lose a friend I never had? <sighs> and when when he goes to um seeing like the last chorus there's like he sort of like repeats like i've lost my mind mm. type thing and right before he does the last chorus because it's sort of before that it um it's basically just like piano in his voice for mm. a lot of it and then through this bridge it sort of um gets like distorted and there's like these weird sort of electronic effects and then it sort of breaks like it comes down back to just the piano and the vocal mm. and then when he's singing those lyrics right before the last chorus build up it's like his voice cracks and like it sounds like he's crying sort of like when he sings it or like you can hear the inflections when he's it's just i died yeah. i was just like oh my god i it's think i'm so gonna vulnerable. cry like yeah so so beautiful so i definitely recommend listening to phineas um i lost a friend absolutely gorgeous song so gorgeous may or may not make you cry i'm not responsible <laughs> if it does so <laughs> true though yeah exactly so um have you got something a little bit less depressing for yes. your under a rock vivian yes so my under a rock this week is daydreaming by milky chance featuring tash sultana so right off the bat this is such an interesting collaboration in general because milky chance they're a german folk group which, which is, i didn't know i didn't yeah. know they were german i knew that they were somewhere from europe i just wasn't sure where so it's really cool they're from germany and you totally don't get that vibe yeah, at all no. which is really really cool and then of course tash sultana you know she's beautiful musician from um australia really really interesting artist so but they definitely do have similar like oh absolutely um elements about them so it's kind of like it definitely works this collaboration but the reason why I picked this song is for me the production plays a really interesting part it's a lot it's very toned down to Mm -hmm. what their other stuff is like Milky Chance that is um it's sort of less it, it still has like those reggae folk elements but it's definitely more toned down which I do think is a strength for them um but and my probably my favorite part is tash sultana in yeah. this which is really interesting for me to say because <laughs> i've never um been a huge fan of her i've definitely appreciated her songs and her uh, musicianship the way she plays her instruments just how talented she is like yeah oh. It's it you know it's you can't deny that but it goes without saying exactly. how incredible a musician she is exactly but Maddie and I have both spoken about this in the podcast before. We've always, you know, sort of, I guess, criticised the way she sang. Mm. But in this song, it's almost like you don't recognise her, which is really interesting because while it is a collaboration and she's featuring on the song, I would have thought she would have brought more of her sort of typical Tash Sultana yeah. sort of flavour in yep. there. <laughs> um. But she doesn't, which is really interesting. And I do think that's also a strength for her because the, um, a couple of weeks ago we talked about her collaboration with Matt Corby and it was a similar sort of thing where yeah. her vocals were toned, toned down there as well. And 
it was a lot more, I don't know, I guess it definitely suits her more. I think one of the things, though, is, is, like, in a lot of her, like, earlier stuff that sort of, I guess, like, made her, like, the, yeah. the household name that she is, um, I think, like, the way that she sings, it's it's sort of like... I know it probably isn't, but it sounds sort of like a mask. Yeah. But when she sort of like gets rid of those, like the, like the way that she says the words and mm. like how she like moves her mouth around those words and sort of like breaks that down, it sort of opens up her voice. Yeah. And you can focus more on like how good of a singer she actually is. Definitely. And like you can hear her vocal tone and like, more like different inflections rather than focusing on just like trying to understand what she's saying exactly that that's exactly it maddie hit it right on the nail just (laughs) (laughs) because it's yeah definitely for me like i feel like i can appreciate what she's trying to convey more which yeah you know like like you said rather than trying to focus on what she's actually trying to say so yeah it's such an interesting collaboration i'm really interested to see how tash sultana sort of keeps going um in her like what she's gonna sort of go in her music career but um that one was daydreaming milky chance featuring tash sultana so now we're gonna go into caught my ear i'll kick us off so this one is people by (laughs) the 1975 so there's gonna be so many opinions on this one and we definitely want to hear them if you have thoughts on this song let us know because this has been such a divisive track in the 1975 (laughs) fandom i shall say (laughs) because it is nothing like they have released before it is not your sort of like pop rock nice sort of guitar slides like very like 80s no this is straight up a political hard rock song straight up like screaming and everything it literally starts with maddie healy singing wake up wake up wake up it's monday morning we've only got a thousand of them left like it is it is so interesting because their last album that they released was such a toned down more than more so than their previous stuff so toned down more acoustic yeah um very sort of talking about how people have relationships with technology and that sort of thing such an interesting album and this is the lead single for their next album and it is just going in a completely different direction so i'm really interested to see like if the rest of the album will sort of go that way as well but I'm I'm a really big fan. See, I love this because <laughs> this goes even more down like the, my taste, my musical taste, and everything. And I love that they're so willing to be so political and unapologetic. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, the whole sort of theme is like, stop messing with people. Like, we we gotta work together and fix what's happening to our planet in terms of global warming, politics, everything. Yeah. All the big issues, um, which is very cool. And oh, definitely check out the music video. It is wild. Oh, but it's amazing. I love so it. So good. Yeah. Maddie Healy in long straight hair. Long straight black hair. Reminded what? me of Ozzy Osbourne. I don't know if he was <laughs> going for that vibe, but it totally looked like that. I thought that was hilarious. Mm. But um it's really interesting though, because Maddie and I were actually both going to their concert um yeah. in Brisbane later this year. Actually I think it's next month. When yeah, they play crazy. this when they play this, I'm gonna I'm gonna be Lose so happy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Um, so I'm really interested to see how it sounds live. But yeah, so caught my ear this week is People by the 1975. So Maddie, what caught your ear this week? My caught my ear is vastly on a different spectrum to <laughs> um, the 1975. So I've got um, this song called Where Do You Go by Yeba. Um, so Yeba is somewhat of an like unknown artist, I guess you could kind of say. I would um, say so. She's not like overly um like celebrated i guess she she hasn't released much of her own stuff Mm. she's featured on sam smith's album Mm -hmm. um, and she's also featured on ed sheeran's new collaborations album and her song on that ed sheeran album is one of the only tracks that i like yeah on the album universal opinion so um (laughs) we'll leave it at that but no yeba's voice is like I would kill to be able to like sing like her. Mm. She is probably my favorite female vocalist, and that is a huge claim. That is a very huge claim. But she honestly deserves it. She like does. if you listen, if you've ever heard any of her stuff, her like incredible ability to just do these insane runs mm. is like phenomenal. Like it blows my mind every single time I hear it. And this song, where do you go? It's not as like focused on like, sh- like there aren't as many runs in it as like other things that I've heard from her, mm. but it's still there and it's still glorious. And her vocals are just like to die for. They're just amazing and like the production behind the song is rad as well Mm. and there's this point in the song where um i think she says the lyrics like like time slows down or something in relation to time oh that was my favorite and everything sort of like it like loses its time signature and there's like all these weird things sort of happening like time is literally yeah it's so literal and it's great and then it like goes straight back into it and it's just phenomenal i just yeah adore her i was i was just in awe while listening to this because when she does those like different vocal runs it is so tight and seamless there's like no room for mistakes and she makes it sound easy oh yeah it just sounds like it just like flows out yeah out of her mouth and it's like if you actually break down how many notes she sings it's like it's crazy superhuman yeah like it's not okay (laughs) like i'm so jealous yeah it's (laughs) honestly like that's exactly what i thought as well because it's like how it's such a short amount of time she just Mm. manages to have all these different notes and you're like what what is happening yeah she's got like like the way like her tone that she sings to like there's part she can manipulate it so easily too like she like she'll have this really pure like pure tone and like then she goes to like breathy and then she'll like you can just hear like you can like see in your mind when you listen to it like Mm. her mouth sort of like moving and like it goes to this really sort of like um like nasally like twang yeah and then but if she goes like straight back it's just like i don't have the words like you should <laughs> see me right now trying to get this out it's insane it's I just, insane if you've ever like been interested in you know like people doing runs and stuff like that listen to yeba she is absolutely phenomenal and um definitely check out her song evergreen because that's the first one i sort of heard mm. of her solo stuff 
and like that was was released like 2017 like that's two years old Mm. and that's like the last single that she's released sort of by herself up until now with where do you go and it's just as good like it's absolutely phenomenal and i just i adore her she's amazing that's all i can say (laughs) she is my idol i love yebba and i want more yebba songs yes definitely. please release more songs please because i would love it yes but yeah so where do you go yebba is my caught my ear and that is the final song that we're going to have a chat about today because we don't have any recommendations, unfortunately. Boo. But, yeah, I know. <laughs> we need we're a really soundboard. Sad. We definitely need a soundboard, <laughs> honestly. Uh, but, yeah, thank you so much for listening so far, guys. Um, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, etc., etc. There's a whole list. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, we're probably on there. Yes, we try. Yeah. <laughs> And also let us know what you thought about the songs that we discussed this week. We always say we love hearing your feedback. You know, we love hearing what you think about Montaigne's new album or mm. whether you think Tash Sultana is going in a right direction. And, of course, the wonderful, gorgeous Yabba. Oh, please. Please <laughs> tell me how much you love Yabba and just, like, fuel my ego as much as hers. Exactly. So, yes, please let us know. Chuck us a DM. We're always open to hearing what you guys think. And also, if you guys have a recommendation, you know, chuck us a DM. Like, we love reacting to different songs you guys give us. It's one of our favourite parts about doing this podcast. So, in saying that, you can follow us on social media at Caught My Ear Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you on Monday with a new episode. See you then, guys. Bye.